Hi, this is Meatloaf. Okay, kids, you know what time it is? You know what time it is? It's Outlaw Radio Time! I'm through with standing in line for some fun to begin, but I found a good thing leaving me with a grin. It's time for Outlaw Radio to begin. Sitting at the bar of the Magic Castle one night so many years ago, I mentioned to the man who will be on with us in mere seconds how much I loved this song, and I'll give you the punchline in a second. And th- this is his era. I've been alone, broken As it turns out, it's my era as well. Girl of my dreams, I love you. Honest, I do. You are so sweet. If I could just hold your charms again in my arms, then life would be What year, the great Milt Larson of the Magic Castle, what year was this song, Girl of My Dreams? Uh, Girl of My Dreams, let's see, uh, you know, man, I did not write that song. <laughs> you did? <laughs> One of the rare songs that this man has not written. Uh, no, I, I wrote a song that is close to that. Uh, it was called Gorilla My Dreams. Gorilla and, My Dreams. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, the Gorilla My Dreams, and that came out about the same time as uh, all the uh, gorilla pictures and stuff. <laughs> I had nothing to do with Girl My Dreams. This uh, this man knew how much I love this song as we were we were quaffing cocktails at the Magic Castle Owl Bar in Hollywood, California, that on my birthday he gifted me the original sheet music oh. from Girl of My Dreams. Wow. wow. Yeah. That Did I do that. <laughs> I do that. That, my friends, is the great Milt Larson, proprietor, creator, the man who oversees. Let me just put it this way. There would be no famous Magic Castle in Hollywood, California, if it weren't for this man on the phone with us right now, the great Milt Larson. All of this applause is for you. Uh, that's nice, Matt. But tell my... Mother and father had a lot to do with that, so it wouldn't be a <laughs> yeah. B if it wasn't for them. So give credit where it's due, you know. All right, I, I will attempt to do that. This is the most prestigious and and probably the only private magic club. Um, I know there have been a, a few knockoffs, but the Magic Castle is the one invented, created 1963. You and your brother Bill, and you were both working at CBS Television at the time, right? No. Okay. All right. Uh-huh. But, 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 by the way, by the, by the way, why do you why do you think Milt Larson and I have been friends for thirty two years? Because he's an honest son of a gun. Okay. So, well, well, you're you're half right. All right. Hey, brother Bill was an executive type person at CBS, 
And uh, she's an associate producer on Danny Kay and Playhouse Side and all those things. <clears throat> and I was a writer on Truth or Consequences on NBC. Oh. So I was at NBC and Bill was at CBS. So you're half right on it. <laughs> okay. Well, believe me, I'll take I'll take half. That's okay. No. Um and and this man and I, I probably shouldn't talk about it, so I will. You went through some cataract surgery where for a month you couldn't see, which begs the question, how does Milt, the great Milt Larson make an old-fashioned without sight? Well, it's pretty easy. Now, I'm sitting here right now uh, at 6 o'clock. I have an old-fashioned, and uh, uh, I'm here with Carol Marie, who writes with me on our project and all my books and things. I, I take all the credit. She does all the work. Anyway, yeah. we're talking about it because I have an old-fashioned sitting in front of me in your honor. Oh. And, <laughs> and uh, it is perfectly made. And uh, she likes it because I always put a couple of cherries in it as traditionally did. And she fishes them out. So that's so, so she's here. Well, at any rate, but yeah, I don't, but making it old fashioned is very, very simple. Yes. You get yourself what they call in the trade an old fashioned glass. Right. Uh, and uh, it's a particular glass. And uh, then you uh, put a, a little bit of water in there. And uh, some people put a little seltzer, but I put water. And it's. Uh, Two sugar cubes, and uh, then uh, add the syrup bitters, yep. and uh, have, uh, five drops of those, and then uh, of course some crushed ice, and then you fill up the rest of the glass with bourbon. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> now in uh, it's uh they have a Sazerac, yep. which is the same as an old-fashioned, only it has rye whiskey instead of bourbon whiskey. Right. So I didn't I, know I, that. Will, I, I have either one of them uh, at any time. Very happy to get them. So, <laughs> Very happy to get them. <laughs> Listen, Milk, Milk, did, did you say, you didn't say a slice of orange, though. You missed the orange, right? Sitting in front of me, Right now is my old fashioned with a slice of orange there you hanging go. off the glass. Oh, yes. Uh, nice. So, so, so you, yeah. you, you, well, you. That has to be, and I'm sorry I mentioned that because <laughs> it takes me, uh, you know, I, I wipe out several oranges a night because of my drinks. <laughs> 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 and then, and, uh, and there, there's. And Carol Bree takes my maraschino cherry. But, but there's a science to it. There is. And, uh, there is a science. This is the man, Milt Larson, proprietor of the Magic Castle in Hollywood, California, that taught me how to make the perfect old-fashioned years ago. And by the way, I have been displaying your wares since then for many years. Sitting here at this 1876 Virginia City, Nevada-style bar called the Lighten Up Lounge in the hills in the hills of the San Fernando Valley is a buddy of mine who I play poker with. His name is Roman. 
he called yesterday. He was about to make an old-fashioned, but he didn't have the recipe. I told him on the phone exact and your recipe, and how did it turn out, Roman? It was fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, because because it's it's the origination of Milt Larson, who, by the way, I mean he's no stranger to quaffing an old fashioned. So you learned this years ago, did you not, Milt? You learned how to make this years ago. Well, you know, I've always the castle is uh, uh, old mansion. It's uh, been there fifty eight years now, but it's uh, it's like a, a house that was made it back in the 1890s and, mm-hmm. and I always loved the old uh, stuff so the old fashion is America's very first cocktail yeah wow, wow. I didn't know that yeah I didn't either it, yeah no before before the old fashion uh, the only there were no cocktails they would be either drank a whiskey out of a bottle yep. or uh, right. it, or you hit a western star with, you know, over the head you know it, it makes too much different but so anyhow so the old fashioned was embedded at the, uh, in New York yep. in the 1850s and uh, and was the first cocktail in America the uh, Spazerac cocktail which is the same thing with uh, rye instead of bourbon is uh, a, a little bit different. It has a uh, French bitters instead of the Agostero bitters. Right. And, uh, and he washed the glass with a little curlow. Right. And, and, right. And, uh, but, uh, and, and that makes it into a Sazerac. Uh, yeah. Now, it's, a, it's a Pernod uh, rinse, right? In and out. Yeah, you just rinse it. Yep. Put a little in and throw it out. And uh, a great waste of Pernod. And that used to be the... Uh, <laughs> a great waste. <laughs> but, and that was, uh, you know, the liqueur uh, uh, that had uh, uh, certain uh, habit-forming properties in it. So that became illegal. Right. Yeah, that's all Pernod is. Yeah, legalized. it's like it's like an absinthe, you know that sort of thing. Oh yeah, yeah. It, uh, so anyway, so that's the uh, thing. So when I had the, uh, you know, Dick Sherman and I wrote the uh, uh, musical uh, Zaz, and when we uh, opened it up in Santa Barbara, I wanted to have Sazerac cocktails. Because I call it a pizzazzerac. <laughs> Puzzazz. Puzzazz. The name of the name of their but, show. Right. Yeah. Said it'd be kind of cool if, if uh, the bars around. We opened it up in Santa Barbara, and all the bars in Santa Barbara would have pizzazzerac cocktails. Yeah. At that time, uh, it was fine. Because there's a brand called. Sazerac, but that's rye whiskey. Right. So I said, I'm going to have all the bars start making Pizazerac cocktails. And well, it's fine, except I went to our bar manager here at the castle, and I said, uh, order me a case of Sazerac rye whiskey. And Chris was very nice. He said, 
I called the distributor. They don't have any. I said, how can a distributor not have anything? (laughs) How horrible to think that a distributor could run out of booze. No, no, that's that's terrible. So I made kind of a big stink about it. And uh, I said, well, uh, our bar manager here, to find out what's wrong. So he did with our distributor and Magic Castle has quite a large uh, reputation for, but we only have five bars and they're all loaded all the time. Oh, yeah. We used to be up to last year. <laughs> yeah, anyway, it's, it's been a bad uh, year, yeah. So anyhow, uh, I did a big enough thing. Uh, I got a call from the uh, manager of the distributor here and explained that just they didn't have that much call for it so they just didn't make it up and understood it. Okay, fine. <laughs> so he said, I'm going to talk to the owner <laughs> and he did. Yeah. And the owner of the, and they also made a whole lot of other booze. But the, uh, <clears throat> and he said, there's nothing I can do for you, but I'll give you a list of every store in Santa Barbara <laughs> that has any inventory of Sazerac whiskey. Okay. <laughs> and I said, you can? And he said, yes. So he gave me this list and and this is before we opened the show up there. And, uh, and I, I, I told him what I wanted to do. I want to have all the bars have their brand and their thing. And it would be a Pizazarac thing. So anyway, I did. And the end of this very long story is that uh, I would go to the liquor store in Montecito. And I said, uh, I I like to pick there. Uh, whiskey. And, and the salesman would say, I don't think we have that. And I, I said, yes, I think you do. Uh, <laughs> yes, I think you do. And, and he said, well, let me check. And he said, you're right. You're right. Said, we have a bottle of that. I didn't see it there but yes we have it and you want I said yes I want you have two of them I want both of them oh yeah of course of course <laughs> yeah. you want both of them <laughs> so he said how did you do that I said, well, he said, I'm Mo I live in Montecito I uh, have a show coming up called the Pizzazz uh, uh, Pizzazz yep and I want to have Pizzazz right there and I, I just, uh, you know, I'm a magician, and I know things that I know because of magic. <laughs> right. I know that you have two bottles of Sazerac. All right. Now listen, Milt. Milt, yes. The thing is, I went to every liquor store in Santa Barbara and told them how many bottles they had, yep. and I bought them all. Yeah, oh, I <laughs> Yeah, yeah, set, man, Yeah, and any place around the Barrel Theater in Santa Barbara, 
and little table tents on it. They be sure you try to pizzazzerac. Yep. Anyway, five years up all my time. Good night. No, 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 no. No, now listen, now listen. Last time that Lori and I were up there visiting Milt at his house in Santa Barbara, he made me a Sazerac. He said, now, would you mind if I, and I just stopped in there. I said, any drink you make will be more than fine with me. This man knows. Oh, yeah. No, um, This is a master mixologist, the great Milt Larson, proprietor of the Magic Castle, and as a special treat or a treatment, um, I'd like to present the Outlaw Radio Singers singing Happy Birthday to you Happy Birthday to you Happy Birthday Milt Larson Happy Birthday to you Wow well, That is beautiful yeah. You know I'm I, uh, I, uh, Carol and I are going to write a new book called Life Begins at 90. <laughs> yeah, he turns 90. That's 90. incredible. Yeah. No, I'll tell you what, there's something to be said for enjoying a stiff cocktail at cocktail hour every night. Yeah. And this man knows... And- he has since I was one. Not, I, only <laughs> not only one. <laughs> not only one. No. Like, I, I, this, this well, is. I used to weave on, but I cured that. This, this, <laughs> this, this, this is. I get tingly when I think about this. The greatest times in my life. Oh yeah. The greatest times in my entire life have been spent there in the Magic Castle with this man, Milt Larson, that I am talking to right now. Because of him, I have met some of the most beautiful people who have remained friends in my life, from Robert Hayes of Airplane fame to a to a man that, uh, as Milt and I are sitting at the Owl Bar, which is the second level of the world-famous Magic Castle in Hollywood, he says, Matt, you got to come downstairs for a moment. And I'm thinking, why do we need to leave our place here at the Owl Bar? He said, just trust me. We went downstairs and sat at the the main bar as you walk in through the bu- bookcase mm-hmm. after saying Open Sesame. We're sitting there, and I'm thinking, what is he doing? All of a sudden, at the top of the stairs... There is Ronald and Nancy Reagan walking down the stairs. Wow. And that night was was a beautiful night. The the fact that this man led to the introduction and he brought me to them and said, I'd like you to meet a friend of mine, Matt Allen. Or you might have called me Mel Allen. I do, you know. And, I probably did. Yeah, you pro- probably did, Mel. <laughs> yeah, but but you we introduced and there were. But pic- you called him Richie. So. <laughs> <laughs> there, there were there were pic there there is a no picture policy at the Magic Castle, but we took pictures that night, and I never received mine oh. with Ronald and Nancy. Where are you stashing them? Milt, where are they? Your pictures. <laughs> well, we, have the, uh, we have the men's room and we have the ladies' room. <laughs> yeah, let me tell you exactly where your picture is. <laughs> not, not only that, but through Milt Larson at the Magic Castle, I met the great Bob Barker, who, by the way, is oh, yeah. m- is much older than you, Milt. Much older. 
No, not much. He's only 97. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, uh, he's up there. He, you're a kid. Mm-hmm. I met Beverly Hillbillies' Jed Clampett at the Magic Castle. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Who, who, by the way, I was there with my hippie Uncle Dick from northern Nevada that night who loved the Jed Clampett stomp. And I asked that man, could you do a little, you know, Jed Clampett? He performed the Jed oh, Clampett no! stomp very <laughs> the Magic Castle wow. for my uncle Milt wow. Larson. That happened. Awesome. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Buddy Edson was a beautiful man. Yeah. And yeah. Gorgeous. He, he loved his castle. Gorgeous. He used to come down when we had the variety arts there. Buddy would come down and do his soft shoe dancing and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. Oh, brilliant wow. guy who was the original Tin Man in The Wizard of Oz, yeah. but the, the makeup screwed up his body, so he he couldn't do it. But that yeah, that was Bolger, the part. Yeah, and by, by the way, we, we just glossed over this, but you mentioned a man by the name of Dick Sherman, who happens to be your best friend. Dick yes, Sherman happens to, be. happens to be Dick Sherman, aka Richard Sherman. That is only the man who wrote every Disney song in the history of Walt Disney and they made a deal with Walt Disney in his car one day because they just simply wanted to be paid outright and Richard Sherman Milt Larson, proprietor of the Magic Castle's best friend said, well yeah, we would like to be paid outright Walt Disney said, listen kids listen, listen kids uh, just take a penny or a nickel for every time it plays at the park uh-huh. They did. Small world. And that was, wow. a, that was a pretty good deal, right? It's a small world after all, Milt? Yeah, it's a cute city. But, uh, yeah, I talked to Dick yesterday, oh. and he is uh, in good health. He's uh, he's only 93 now. Yeah, but, uh, right. But, uh, yeah, Dick didn't write every song he, did, he ever did, but the, uh, they wrote most of them. They were on contract, and... Statistically, the Sherman brothers that Bob and Dick, uh, Bob passed away a couple of years ago. But the uh, uh, the time they were with Disney, they became the most prolific songwriters that ever wrote in Hollywood because they wrote every musical that Disney did. Yep, and all he. You know, do it in musicals. Yeah, everyone. I'll tell him I talked to you today, and uh, we will be thrilled to know I talked to you. And I'll say, I talked to Frank, you know. Yeah, Frank. He calls me Frank. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, mean, uh, what's his name? Listen, listen, Dick. Mac. Sh- Mac. 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 Yes, Magic Mac. D- Dick Sherman is one of the sweetest guys on the planet. And you, God, I got so much more. Are we going to break, yeah, Lauren? Okay. Hey, hey, Milt, Milt, is there any way we can hold you over? I'm being held over. Oh, God. Actually, <laughs> uh, it's kind of awkward because. Already, not already, but my wife is in Santa Barbara, and I'm here. But Carol Marie has got my ankles, and they're holding me over. Oh, oh, uh, yeah, I can't do that. Can, can we do? Can we do that for just hang in there? Why not? I've got nothing better to do. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. More with the great hand. By the way, I'm gonna cry. I, I love this man so much. I've had, oh, yeah. I've had, I've never had a bad time with him. 
Um, and we've written TV shows together. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about that and a man named Archibald Leach, who he was best friends with, not as good a friend as Dick Sherman of Disney fame, next on Outlaw Radio. Outlaw. Outlaw.